Now, in thinking today about uh, the theme of life, we're relating that very particularly to the current exhibition that we have here at St. Stephen Walbrook of paintings by Alan Everett. And uh, these paintings are here until the 4th of March. In inviting Alan to exhibit here, I was engaged by the organic nature of his work as he combines the deliberation of his rhythmic, rhythmic mark-making with the more random effects of drips and splashes, all cohering through his overall perception of the evolving work. And this way of working is ideally suited to the exploration of construction and destruction, layering and fragmentation, life and death, which is to be found in these paintings and this exhibition. And as a result, I think they are a welcome and contemplative addition to the reflective and prayerful nature of this sacred space and will guide us in our meditations during Lent. The paintings which use a style of rhythmic mark-making, um, such as these over here on my left, are composed of blocks of color built up into walls of color. They take fragments of color and layer these, thereby building harmonies of difference. And in doing so, Alan is demonstrating the way in which fragments, fragments of ancient texts or architecture can be brought together to create something greater than the whole. This church, St. Stephen Walbrook, is itself an example of this occurring with its modern reordering set within a neoclassical design which is itself built on the ruins of a, Ro a Roman city. And I want to suggest that something very similar happens in relation to our own lives. One of the big debates in child development is about nature versus nurture whether a person's development is predisposed by his or her DNA, or whether it is primarily influenced by life experiences and environment. The reality is probably that a combination of both occurs in each of us. Our development and maturing is as a result of a mix of factors from genetics through life experiences to the beliefs that we hold. As Christians, it is sometimes easy to think that our development is or should be wholly based on our faith. But again, the beliefs that we hold are in practice a potpourri or amalgam of our understandings or interpretations of our faith or the Bible held together with all sorts of other influences on us. And this is in part why we differ in our views as to what the Bible is saying to us or how we ought to act as Christians. As a result, I think that our lives, like Alan's paintings, are composed of fragments which we have brought together in unique ways. Alan's exhibition is called Foundations of the City, and his original inspiration for the paintings included in it was found in that Anglo-Saxon poem called The Dream of the Rood, a section of which we heard earlier. This poem of great imaginative intensity was written 
when much of England was in deep forest. The cross in the poem appears to be the narrator in a dream vision telling how as a tree it was cut down to share in the passion of Christ. And the cross paintings in this exhibition that are found on this side and over here um, point us to the foundational event for Christians which is Christ's crucifixion. In the section of the dream of the rood that we heard, we, we read, my hope for support is turned towards the cross. All buildings need a foundation on which to be built, just as most paintings need a canvas on which to be painted. And again, our lives are no different. Jesus pointed out in the parable of the wise and foolish builders that all our lives need to be built on a firm foundation. And he provides us with that foundation. St. Paul states that no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid, and that foundation is Jesus Christ. Why is that so? Well, in Jesus, God is made known to us. He is made known and he is seen in human form and flesh. Therefore, Jesus provides the perfect pattern for us to follow, the perfect basis on which to build a godly life. Anything else is fallible and will fail us. But if we build our life on the pattern or foundation provided by Jesus, we can be absolutely sure that we are building on God's will and God's way for human beings. And with that confidence, our lives will have the strength to survive the storms of life which affect us all. As the hymn writer Edward Mote has us sing, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Amen.